Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Are you a lifelong fan of General Hospital? Are you a new fan who wants to know more about the history of the show? Do you enjoy talking about the show with others? Do you find yourself yelling at the TV? Is your self-care an hour a day in Port Charles? If so, we invite you to join hosts Amanda Kimmel and Shannon Coach at the place where all the hidden conversations take place and secrets are revealed. Meet us at Pier 54, a General Hospital fan podcast. Hello. Hi. Welcome to the Poor Charles 411. Today we are discussing the WSB. Why haven't we done this one before? I don't know. But we're here now. They talked about it so much this week. It was just the obvious choice. I feel like sometimes it just happens organically where we get where we get. Yes. So surprisingly, there was nothing specific in the General Hospital scrapbook. And Lucy does not talk about it in... I think that's weird. I get the scrapbook because I feel like, I don't know, it just kind of got plopped in there and then it wasn't really focused on as much as they've done moving forward. But Lucy, you would think she would say something about, you know, the cutest guys in Port Charles are undercover for the WSB. She talks, like, she touches on the different storylines, but not the WSB specifically. Because you would think that it would have been maybe with the prisons Mm -hmm. and things like that. But whatever. You know, enforcement. But the World Security Bureau is what WSB stands for. And it is an organization known by the acronym WSB. And its rival is the DBX. I actually don't know what that stands for. (laughs) So I, I just... I mumbled to Amanda and said, I actually don't know what that stands for. So did a quick little hop over to the fandom. Oh, we're using General Hospital fandom. Hopped over to the DVX because we are not talking about it now. The acronym appeared to, doesn't appear to stand for anything. So, yay. It does sound evil, though. They picked good, like... I don't know something that doesn't... Exist. Yes. Right. Sweet. I don't know something that isn't even known to anyone. It kind of sounds like chaos. Wasn't that Get Smart? Was chaos? 
I don't know. Okay. Why do you ask me things I don't know that maybe I should I know? I don't know that you don't know them. Okay. I, will, I also don't know DVX because it's not known. Okay. It's not even a thing. So the WSB's motto is Apere Oculos Tuos, which means open your eyes. Ooh. Yeah. And they are an international security agency. And so there's a couple different locations, which we will be hopping back and forth through. And we'll get to the notable people later. But the WSB retains at least three facilities for its use. One in Ithaca, one in Geneva, and I mentioned a state in Wales that treated Anna. And they also have a training academy and a Swiss-Austrian field office. All agents are trained to follow the following criteria. Number one, objectively assess the situation. Good call. Two, identify weakness. And three, seize the initiative. I feel like we're there. Can we have our honorary WSB? Our jackets? Yes. And badges? And whistles? Do they have whistles? Sure. No. And compasses? And binoculars? And cell phones that maybe don't rain. Right. And satellite phones? Thanks. And so the WSB fundamentals of spying. Oh, my. One, flatter your mark and get them on your side. Everyone responds well to a compliment. Number two, get the mark to do you a favor. They will see it as bonding and a favor now owed. Number three, turn the conversation to the point you're investigating and continuing with flattery. Four, tee up the mark to bring them around to agree with you. And five, catch them in a lie to find out the truth. I now want to have like this in, sitting with me as we're watching Anna and Valentine and be like, yes. check, check, check. I wonder if it, that says that on the back of their business cards. Yeah. WSB and then those well, it probably has the Latin. It probably has their motto. True. All right. So in the 70s, Sean Donnelly, I love him, was the head of the WSB. And I think we didn't find out about that until the Mexican adventure when we were introduced to Sean. And then it was just mentioned that Robert knew Sean from the WSB, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. Sean had a secret room in his penthouse. Yes. So fun. But I don't think he was part of the WSB when he had that. Maybe not. But it, it makes me think that that's why it was installed. Because then Robert had that secret one in his house. So to me, all WSB agents have secret rooms. I also Heck like yeah. one with all that stuff in it. Those old time computers. <laughs> so real quick squirrel moment. I just sold a house to this great couple and the, well, it's their entire family. And it's one, it looks like a little cottagey house okay. and it's super cute. And they showed me, they said, do you want to see our new doors? I was like, sure. They are swiveling bookcase doors. Oh, <gasps> And I told them, I said, you have to invite me over. I said, I need to, because there are some, I was like, wait a second. Are you going to blow out this wall and put that there? Because that's where that needs to go. And they were like, we've been talking about it. (laughs) (laughs) I want slowly secret doors. I, I, they're called Mason doors. Oh, okay. I'm going to find somewhere in my house to put some. Murphy doors. Sorry. Murphy doors. Like, um, it's a Murphy door bookcase. Oh, yeah. It's a secret bookshelf door. The original hidden door. MurphyDoor.com. You can sponsor us. 
I should really start. So I don't really try to touch anything when I'm looking at houses, you know, opening closet door. You have to see what the closets look like and cabinet doors and stuff. I'm really going to go try and like start, you know, slightly pulling down some books occasionally just to see, does anything open up? It's technically supposed to be on the disclosure. I so badly want to find a house that has a secret room now. Uh, We're going to be like traveling around Pennsylvania. No, we're not actually looking to buy, but we want to see your secret rooms. That sounds so weird. There's a, sorry, another squirrel moment, but I think it's on Zillow Gone Wild. There's a mirror house in Pittsburgh. Ooh. Like the whole outside looks like mirrors. Okay. Yeah. So it kind of reflects around. So you don't, I mean, you see it. It's not all mirrors. Right. But it's, yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Have to check that out. All right, get us back into General Hospital. All right. Sorry, that just... <laughs> that's all right. That's all right. So in 1981, Robert tracked down the Ice Princess, a statue slash diamond with a secret formula on its base that, as Robert warned, could cause cataclysmic global problems. See, but Victor's trying to reverse. Mm-hmm. Okay. Whatever. I just don't understand what they're doing with Victor right now with his whole obsession with saving the planet when the whole purpose of this entire thing was to destroy it. Right. Okay. But I feel like it would have been different back then. Like in the 80s, yes, there was still definitely global warming stuff going on, but we weren't aware of it the way that we are now. So back then... Doctors were smoking with pregnant women in the room saying, here, have a shot and a cigarette. Right. It'll help you. Maybe when it was first made, it was supposed to be to destroy everything but victor is trying to change it up a little okay so now victor's a good guy no i'm not going that far okay anyway so robert said that this needs to be found if it's not recovered there will be this global problem on the trail of this huge uncut diamond wsb agent o'reilly an elderly woman was killed in a shootout on the docks so brayton o'reilly i like that name yes she was played by Billy Hayes in 1981 and was shown in a series of flashbacks in 1985. Oh. Um, in May 1981, WSB agent Robert Scorpio and Brighton O'Reilly go to rescue Luke from Tony Cassidine's yacht. Now, they did say this week that Tony was more just about living his playboy life. Right, he didn't right. care about everything else. Yep. O'Reilly cuts the lights and Luke is freed. In July, O'Reilly is with another agent, Clay Thomas and Laura. O'Reilly wants to get a statue from Alex, who she realizes is headed to the yacht. O'Reilly calls Robert and tells him Alex is on the yacht. Robert gives the phone to Luke and Laura, who are with him. O'Reilly calls Robert later to inform him that Clay was shot and killed while they were watching from the docks. Victor shoots O'Reilly as she talks to Robert. Robert, Luke, and Laura get to her as fast as they can. Laura runs to Rick's clinic to try to get nurse Georgia Price to save O'Reilly, but her injuries are too extensive. O'Reilly dies in Robert's arms as he promises her he will get Alex. And then in 1985, O'Reilly was remembered by Robert in a series of WSB adventures featuring himself and Anna Devane. Aww. I want to see if that's on YouTube. What's on YouTube? Her death? The 1985, like, recounts. I think that would have just been when Anna arrived, when he and Anna were catching up. Isn't that when she came? It was 1985? That sounds right. 
Anyway, Robert was helped by Luke and Laura as all three stowed away aboard a yacht to a tropical island that was the base of mad scientist Nikos Kassadine, who wanted to exploit the power of the Ice Princess formula to be supreme commander of the world. Mikos fell to his death in a freezing chamber of the machine designed to freeze the world with the help of Luke, who cracked the machine's code, which happened to be I-C-E-P-R-I-N-C-E-S-S, the disaster was averted and democracy was restored to the planet. Good job, Luke. Yes, but also, still want to add, Luke did kind of try to open the door to save Makos. He did. He really did. He did. He was like, bam, bam, how do I fix this? Oh, sorry, you're frozen. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, Mikos kind of did it to himself. Yep. Don't do bad things if you don't want bad things to happen to you. So then in 1985, and this is a storyline I know nothing about. I've heard other people talk about it. I know that it's on YouTube. I feel like this is one. Maybe we should do it for the summer. We'll see what like where this takes us because it feels like a good one. Yes. The Prometheus disc. Mm-hmm. In 1985, legendary agent Robert Scorpio met with his former partner and ex-lover, Connie Townley. And Connie was portrayed by Gina Michaels, and she was only on from March until November 1983. She came to town on a top-secret mission after flirting and checking up on each other and checking up on each other with Robert's hidden agency computer. That's the one in the secret room. Yep. Connie then brought him in on the case number 0733-475629. The WSB is tracking down enemy agents working in Boston, LA, Topeka, and Port Charles. The agency is aware the foreign agents are all connected, but doesn't know their goal. Robert's first lead is found by his new wife, Holly Sutton, when she meets Dr. Madeline Stromberg, a researcher friend of Dr. Gail Baldwin, who is working on a vitamin D deficiency and nervous conditions treatment through the Menninger Institute. But then jumping over real quick, just to finish out Connie's storyline, it just talks about how that she was partner of Robert. They were in a relationship in the past, but Robert broke it off before marrying Holly Sutton. Gregory Malco was introduced as Tiffany Donnelly's friend for Monte Carlo, who's applying for a job at the Haunted Star. Playing piano at Luke Spencer's Haunted Star Casino, he is introduced to Luke and Connie. Connie helps out with finding the Prometheus disc and began seeing Luke. After after the disc is found, Connie tells Luke that Robert wants her to leave, so she is going to Gullistine, Iran. Wow. I mean, sure. There's nothing for me here in Port Charles. I'm going to go to Iran. That's I feel like it didn't really finish out that story, but I guess it's only really supposed to be what happened with the WSB. So, okay. Yes, we're going to have to look into the Prometheus disc sometime. There's no new heading for the next section. That's why I was like, wait, what? Yeah. Anna Devane was formerly a spy with the DVX and then with the WSB in the 70s. Anna was married to Robert, and while they are now divorced, in 1977, they had a daughter named Robin. Robin didn't know that... Nope. Robert didn't know that Robin existed until she was seven years old. At one point, she was brainwashed with Can You Hear the Waters Whispering as her trigger phase. Isn't that what Cesar said to her when she was being brainwashed against Robert? Sure. Do you know what I'm talking about? During the cartel. 
Wasn't that during the cartel that she was brainwashed? Yeah. I think so. I think that that might have been the phrase that okay. Cesar okay. because of the DBX thing. Okay. And then one thing, kind of a kind of a big thing that they're leaving out because it jumps to the 2000s, it completely misses Frisco. Oh. And it talks about how Frisco and Felicia fell in love. You know, she's the Aztec princess. We covered the Aztec princess, the Mexican adventure, and the ice princess, and the Asian quarter it, pretty much between spring and summer of 2022. So go back and listen to all of those. But during the Asian quarter is when Frisco decided to become a police officer and then he decided to take a job at the World Security Bureau or WSB and leaves Port Charles on June 16, 1987. He is presumed dead in February 1988 after an explosion in Quebec. His death was a result of him gathering names of terrorists and one of the groups, quote, killed him for it. He sent the information to Felicia, Felicia in a music box. She needed it. She needed her wedding ring, wedding ring to unlock it. The terrorist group led by the DVX agent Colette Francois, who had turned on the WSB, caused an explosion at the Port Charles Festival of the Arts, and she got hurt in the explosion. The secrets were revealed, and they gave the information to the WSB, who arrested a lot of them. Colette confirmed to Felicia that Frisco died and was buried in Quebec. And we're not going to get all the way into it. But basically... In a very rough nutshell that is going to not do their relationship justice, but just hear me out on this one. Basically, Frisco comes back and forth to Port Charles. I mean, at one point he returns because Mac went and got him because Maxie needed a heart transplant. Frisco always goes running back to the WSB. And eventually it essentially ruins his marriage with Felicia and... But then at one point, she left town to work with Felicia on several missions, and she was gone when Georgie died as a teenager because she had been basically off screen. Mm-hmm. So a lot of stuff with Frisco and the WSB was off screen, but I don't understand why, why they, they didn't, didn't include it? it. So then it goes back to Anna. After a romance with David Hayward. On All My Children. Yeah. And the death of their daughter, Leora, which was also all of my children, Anna moves to London and again joins the WSB as an agent. After visits in 2006, 2007, and 2008, Anna permanently returned to Port Charles in 2012 after her daughter Robin's quote-unquote death. It was later revealed that Robin was still alive, and in November of 2013, Anna and Robin are reunited. I did not think to go to all my children to see if there was any WSB storylines over there because it was both Anna and Alex. Oh, I'm not. We're not doing it right now. <laughs> I so badly want to. That would make so much sense. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. 
They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. And then it says that for a time, Victor Cassadine was head of the WSB. And that was in 2014. Victor was revealed to be alive because it had been presumed that he was dead after the Ice Princess incident. But he was alive and had been secretly appointed as the new director of the WSB, a position he used to manipulate Dr. Robin Scorpio Drake into helping him revive Stavros and Helena Cassadine, promising to let her revive her presumed dead friend, Jason Morgan. But in reality, Robin was really reviving Jason's identical brother, (laughs) Andrew Kane. Victor's also very cunning and dangerous because once Robin revived, quote, Jason, Drew, Victor double-crossed her and had his men hold her captive while he had a plan to tap into, quote, Jason's potential. He also used his position at the WSB to set Dr. Liesl Obrecht free and help her become chief of staff at General Hospital. What kind of pull does he have at General? Oh, that must have been when Nicholas was. Yep. Okay. It was also revealed that Victor and Liesl used to be together in the past and he still loved her. And then it just talks about how later on that year is when he had uh, Peter Harold Jr., which had been the guy that Felicia, the son of the guy that Felicia had been engaged to during the whole Aztec princess Mexican adventure thing. And then he kidnapped Lulu and her husband, Dante, Maxie and Nathan West and was holding them hostage at and Clark. That's whenever Maxie and Nathan just started their relationship. It was so cute. And then doesn't really cover any more of the WSB stuff, but in short, Victor died. So I think that's how he lost his position at the WSB then, right? Yes. Okay. So as of 2014, Frisco Jones is the new head of the WSB, replacing the thought dead Victor, which again, they should have mentioned Frisco earlier, because if he was just coming on scene now, that would be confusing. Because he had come back for the, it was the 50th anniversary. Yes. He proposed to Felicia at the uh, nurse's ball. He was like, you're all I need. And she said, nope. So he left town. And then on New Year's Eve, Lulu revealed that Frisco was the new head of the WSB, replacing the late Victor Cassadine. And that was something I meant to say on this week's recap. And if you're listening to this in the future, well, it's already in the future because it's <laughs> Thursday, which is after when Monday. But you know what I'm saying. If this is like three years from now, I forgot to say, Robert was saying something about have the director call me. Why wasn't he just saying have Frisco, Frisco call me? Yeah. Do we have a new director? Right. Are we no longer saying Frisco? What's going on here? And then as of 2016, Anna is the head of the East Coast branch of the U.S. division of the WSB. And in 2017, Anna recalls that while she was training in the WSB training academy to become a field agent, she met and befriended Valentin Cassadine, who at that time was known as Ivan Theodore. She saw him as the best and brightest trainee in the academy, even more so than herself. So then they have an entirely separate write-up about the WSB Training Academy, and it was actually started in December 2016 was the first time that we saw Valentine had a picture of young Anna Devane in her days at the WSB Training Academy. 
And so then in January of 2017, after seeing the picture, Anna remembered that she knew Valentine under the name of Ivan Theodore from their time in the WSB Training Academy together. Thanks to his brilliance in linguistics, he was forced to train as an analyst because of his scoliosis, yet he was seen by many as the brightest trainee. During that time, he met Anna while she was training to become a field agent. He had fallen for her, and on her birthday, Valentine went to her room and tried to make a move on her, which she rejected because of his deformity. In February, Anna contacts a formal, former cadet from the academy, Carl Browning. He warns her to stay away from Valentine as he had left the academy after Anna put him on a kill list. Anna doesn't remember this at all. In April, it's revealed to a forgetful Anna that she had a one-night stand with Valentine before she betrayed him. However, it was Anna's twin, Alex Devane, disguised as Anna, who found him sad at a church drop site and took him to a hotel to make love. His first time. Thank you for clarifying that she's not just a forgetful Anna. She didn't just go around hooking up with people right. and then be like, oh, I forgot. Sorry. And this all has to do with the whole twin memory swap memory thingy madoodle. Yes. Yes. In the morning while she was showering, he found the kill directive and ran. Valentine thought he was betrayed by the only woman who ever truly loved him. I'll love you, Valentine. <laughs> We're going to keep this children appropriate. <laughs> in April 2023, Victor revealed that he had been keeping an eye on his son, Valentine, and had secretly gotten him into the training academy. That's so messed up. I know. I did not like that. And then on June 28th, 2018, Dante Falconeri joined the WSB on a mission to find Raj Patel and take him down. He was able to infiltrate the Turkish organization and was also brainwashed before his father, Sonny Corinthos, tracked him down and brought him home in March of 2019. On March 28, 2019, Dante spoke with Anna about his PTSD and she shared with him her own brainwashing experience as a WSB agent. He left town that night to protect his loved ones and get the help that he needed. His He is triggered by the double click of an automatic pen. Then he states the phrase, I will complete the mission. (laughs) In June of 2019, this is about the Ithaca location. And it is a medical facility in Ithaca, New York, run by the WSB. And it's a facility that helps agents suffering with post-traumatic stress disorder and similar illnesses through talk therapy and behavior modification. In June 2019, Peter August agrees to help Maxie Jones find Dante Falconeri and bring him home for Lulu Spencer. Oh, was this the one where they were on the opposite sides of the door crying and she was crying? Like, just talk to me, Dante. That was so sad, but good. Peter was initially against the... Oh, no, no, no. He almost shot Maxie. That's right. Right? Didn't he... Did he pull a gun on Maxie? Let's keep reading. Peter was initially against the idea since Dante was suffering a case of PT, a severe case of PTSD. But since Maxie was bound to determined, he agreed to help. Maxie's dad, Frisco Jones, was head of the WSB, gave her and Peter temporary clearances to enter the WSB facility in Ithaca where Dante was being treated. On July 15th, after Maxie learned that Dante refused to see them, she pushed her way into the room. Into the room he was in, Dante quickly grabbed an agent's gun and shot Peter. Sorry, but thankfully it was a really thankfully. Okay, at that time, I guess at that time, thankfully it was a clean wound and required no surgery. And then that was really it about Dante. Yeah. 
April 10th, 2020, while on contract with the WSB, Holly Sutton was supposedly killed when she drowned as the boat she was on sank. But really, this is all about Geneva, the Geneva (laughs) WSB facility. And it's in Geneva, Switzerland. And it's also a facility that helps agents with PTSD and similar illnesses through talk therapy and behavior modification. Dante and Franco were both patients there in 2020. And this is where, um, after the P- after the shooting with Peter August at the Ithaca WSB facility, Dante had been moved there on August 3rd, 2020. Dante talked to his doctor and was hoping that he could he would trust the system. Dante was afraid of hurting his loved ones and that he was not willing to undergo treatment for his PTSD. Plus, he said there was a ticking time bomb in his head that he had seen, and he has seen what it would be like when it goes off. Dr. Kirk warned him that he can get better if he trusts the system, and he warned him that the WSB might deem him a lost cause and assign him to his care forever. Dante claimed that he was fine with that. On August 28th, Dante grabs Dr. Kirk when he wakes Dante up from a nightmare. Kirk says he can update Dante's medication to help with the nightmares, and Dante declines the offer. Kirk says he is getting pressure from his superiors to bring Dante home. Dante asks why, and Kirk says the WSB director, Frisco, wants Dante for a priority assignment about someone close to him. Dante wants to know if it's about, if it is about a friend or family. Dante thinks Kirk is talking about his father, Sonny. He is not going to betray anyone he cares about. Kirk says that Dante can sit and rot here or work on his PTSD and get back to his normal life. I don't feel like that's the proper treatment for PTSD. Dante says that he has spent enough time locked up and is ready for treatment. Kirk says that Dante has a decision to make. He will get medication for the nightmares that won't put him in a fog, and he will check in with him tomorrow. Dante asks how long it will take. He has been gone for a year, and he isn't sure who is waiting for him back home. Also remember, before he did this, he divorced Lulu. Yes. Yes, because he was scared he was going to hurt her. Right. And he didn't want her waiting. And on August 21st, Robert tells Olivia Quatermain that a connection of his at the Bureau said she can get, that she can get Olivia to see Dante in the facility in Geneva. And on September 3rd, they went to, they went on a plane on the 8th, Olivia and Robert arrive at the facility where they are greeted by the agent in charge, Brian Wagner, Dante's psychiatrist, Dr. Kirk meets them and tells him that Dante refuses to see her. And she tearfully begs Dante through the door. Oh, she was through the door. Yes. Telling, I think that Lulu was also through a door though, but still. She tearfully begs Dante through the door to his room to let her see him, telling him that she loves him. And with Robert's help, she pulls herself together. Then she says she will accompany him to Holly Sutton's memorial like she promised. On September 28th, 2020, Dante accepts a mission to go home to Port Charles and secretly investigate DVX operative Peter August, find out whether he truly is rehabilitated or still doing nefarious deeds. It is revealed that Lisa Obrecht is behind the mission as she is working with the WSB. And then that December, Scott and Franco Baldwin go to the facility to get help with Franco's tumor reoccurrence, as well as him hearing Peter's voice in his head. There, they discover Liesl exonerated and back in the U.S., Kirk wants to use this chance as a part of his plan to take down Peter. He nearly ends up assaulting Liesl, who fights back. No, he assaulted her. Yes. They are interrupted by Scott, who lands his own punch at Kirk and who falls on a knife. 
on the knife he was wielding and dies. And that's everything that happened at Geneva. On May 21st, 2021, during her father Sean Donnelly's memorial service, Annie Donnelly, who has trained and tested to become an agent, passes a final test arranged by her father's spy friends, officially taking his badge number, number 2661, as a WSB agent. And that was the tribute to John Riley, and Annie Donnelly was portrayed by his real-life daughter. So sad. I love Sean. And then we didn't have anything about the WSB pretty much until February 2022 when we learned about the Swiss-Austrian facility and its run on the Swiss-Austrian border. At the W, at this office, agents Mueller and Krager helped Dante Falconeri, Anna Devane, and Drew Kane locate the villainous fugitive Peter August, who has escaped and took Maxie Jones hostage. Krager is revealed to be working for Victor Cassadine and plans an ambush at the farmhouse where Peter was hiding. And that's basically all that is written about the WSB. So there's a whole bunch of agents that, I mean, they're, they're pretty much all last names. But the main notable ones are Frisco as the director, Anna Devane, Annie Donnelly, Dante Falconeri, Drew Kane was a contractor, Liesel was a former secret op- operative, Sean Donnelly was number 2661, which is now Annie's number. Oh, we should bring her back for something. Yeah, that would be Doing fun. all this. Ted Ballantyne? Sure. I don't remember him. Victor Cassadine, also former director. Brighton O'Reilly, Robert Scorpio. His number is CK-8. <laughs> Connie Townley is TR-733. Valentine Cassadine, former agent. And Holly Sutton former contractor i just like that we actually have rules yes (laughs) i'm telling you we need to print those up on a business card here you go you're just gonna hand them out to people Mm -hmm. and be like hi i'm with the wsb right no one would question it because it sounds so official i'm gonna start telling people that who do you work for legal to who do you work for wsb no one's gonna question it maybe not i definitely thought that there were way more storylines yeah but maybe they just talk about it. I feel like what we did five or six episodes of Anna. Mm-hmm. I'm really curious now. I can't remember how many were part of, cause I don't feel like she was really our Anna Devane so much on. No. All my children. No, However, that's where we got Alex. Yep. So there would have been something. I just love how the way they wrote that. Anna forgot. No. And if you have no idea that Anna had a daughter, Leora, who passed away. She's actually still married to David Hayward. Yep. Not going to get into all that. What was that? That really would be the best storyline if they brought him back now. Seriously. And he's like, I heard my wife was in the hospital. Mm. That was one of the best conversations. And she's, she, she just had cardiac arrest twice because of that. <laughs> there you go. Oh, watching. Him and Valentine fight over her would be great. You and I would be on opposite sides there. I don't know. You would be like, I love Valentine. I'm like, no, I don't do David. Hey, listen, he, we interviewed Vincent Arizari and we had that with him. We had that whole conversation. Well, because like you watched it live or not, but like when it happened and I watched it as I have zero clue about any of this. 
And he loved hearing both of us yeah. talk about it. And that was a great interview. That was. I don't know how to really end this one. It's like, it's the WSB. Right. There's no, and it's just going to continue, continue on. We'll see how everything plays out. Hopefully they kill Victor for good. And not blow up the island and kill everyone. Right. Or the world. Yeah. All right. So I guess join us on Monday as we find out more about the WSB, hopefully. So have a good weekend. And we'll meet at the pier. Bye. Bye. If you enjoyed today's show, we invite you to go to pier54podcast.com to subscribe on your favorite platform. Don't forget to leave us a review. And you can also follow us on many social media channels. Just search for Peer 54 Podcast. Also, we are not perfect. So if there is something that we missed or messed up, just let us know by emailing us at peer54podcast at gmail.com. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.